You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Sheriff Josh Schaefer. Good. I was going to wonder if you're going to go with the title for it. or like I've, I've forgotten the X-Men one. I'm I sorry. I was seriously thinking about going U.S. Marshal Mike Finkelstein, but... Texas yeah. Ranger Mike Finkelstein. Mm. That's, there's only like 127 of them or something. There can always be only 127. Yeah. It's some weird thing like that. Yeah, I can't remember the specific all of Exactly. Exactly. So if you, if you haven't already clued in, today we are discussing Westerns. This mm-hmm. is spawned by specifically by the fact that for Action Adventure April that I've been running on the website right now, which is now over, I covered the whole of the Magnificent Seven series, not counting the TV series because I still have to buy that, and that's a long watch to get through, like 30 episodes, and I don't have that in me right now. But yeah, we watched. I watched through all four of the original Magnificent Seven movies and the remake, and mm-hmm. honestly, I feel like I got maybe one and a half decent movies out of that whole set. Yeah, you should have talked to me first, man. <laughs> well, no, I I wanted to do it because I'd only seen The Magnificent Seven once before, and that was years ago. Yeah, which and is I, a great movie. I thought it was okay. It's slow. That's the problem. But It, it has that 1960s quality mm-hmm. where a lot of stuff will happen, and then they'll take a long break to hang out with townspeople and watch them do an interpretive dance. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, there's about a half an hour here of plot that or scenes that could be cut out that would tighten the whole movie and would make it really watchable. Yeah. And also, if they'd spend a little more time developing some of the characters other than Yul Brenner, which, I mean, Yul Brenner's fantastic. Steve McQueen's in that movie. Steve McQueen's character's fantastic. I can't remember anyone else that's in it. There's a mm. dude who throws knives, I think. Yeah. So that's that's it. It's really The Magnificent Two and Five Other Ringers. Yeah, I mean, that's how the remake was, too. We'll get to that. But the first movie's not bad. Don't get me wrong. But the sequels, I think... Are wretched. They certainly get that way. I mean, mm-hmm. the second one uh, that was filmed six years later at least features Yul Brenner again. Yeah. And it's the Yul Brenner show. They couldn't get anyone else back for it, but they got Yul Brenner back, and he's good. And some of the other characters that they reused with different roles or different characters playing the role, different actors playing the role, those are decent. Yeah. But for the most part, eh. And then the other two, Guns of the Magnificent Seven, recast mm. Yul Brenner to someone else who's just mm. not Yul Brenner. No. No. And while some of the other side characters are interesting, like the freed black slave and the yeah. one-armed gunslinger, they're cool. There's not enough done with them to carry the movie, and the plot is basically the same plot we'd already seen twice before. Uh, Seven heroes come together and go, like, fight a big batch of bad guys and somehow win, even though half the team is killed. Yeah. Like, I get they're good at what they do, but no one is that good, and not three times over. Let alone four... With uh, the Magnificent Seven ride, yeah, who has Lee Van Cleef, mm-hmm. and at least I will give him credit; he at least tries to be as cool as Yul Brenner. But the movie betrays him. It's a very yeah. 1970s movie. Yeah. It's so bad; like it felt made for TV. Yeah, even though it's not, it, it wasn't? felt that no, oh. it was a real, pro- real two million dollar production released in theaters, and it feels like a made for TV. Like prairie, I don't think I ever little made house it on the that. prairie. Yeah, it's yeah. so bad. Probably use the same set as a little house on the prairie. I'm sure it. It, it probably reused a lot of stuff. It's just terrible. But then we have the the remake because I haven't yeah. seen the TV series, and I hear the TV series is decent. It's not bad. Yeah, I, I mean it has it's very Michael, 90s. It has Michael Bean in it, who is very yeah. who is very 1990s. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can't go wrong with Michael Bean. Nope. No, but the remake I actually enjoy for what it is. But it still has kind of the same flaws that the original does, and it 
It also has the flaws of all the sequels of not really doing enough with the format. Yeah. It's the same story, and it's really oddly racist and sexist at the same right? time. Yeah. I got that feeling, too. I was yeah. like, wow, Denzel's in this. This is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. And, Ooh, what the hell happened? And there's, like, four people of color in the lead cast. Yeah. And somehow it, like, both tries to address and then completely ignores racism, which makes no sense. Yeah. And then gets really sexist at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm at times highly uncomfortable watching this movie, even though it's not bad. No. And I really like some of the characters. I think all the people of color they had in it are fantastic. They have really well fleshed out characters. And that's one thing that it improves upon is that it really makes all the characters well defined. And I mean, Denzel Washington has that same kind of like quiet cool that Yul Brenner yeah. does. So I think he was a good replacement for that. He was character. a fantastic replacement. Yeah. I mean, if you can't get Yul Brenner or Michael Bean, Denzel Washington. Denzel is Washington's it. <laughs> uh, the next great choice. Yeah. It's like just in order. Those are my guys right there. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then after this, I think you'd have to cast like Peter Dinklage. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Peter Dinklage is the Magnificent uh, Seven. Jesus, I'd watch that. That dude, he's so, co- <laughs> he has such a commanding, like, yeah, he does. Like, even, uh, I know this is not a Western, and I'm going way off tangent, but Peter Dinklage being brought up is off tangent to begin with. It's, hey, hey, we were talking but, cool actors I, that would be good in anything. But I just rewatched uh, Death at a Funeral, the yeah. original British one. Yeah. And I forgot he was in that. He's fantastic. Isn't he in both versions? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, He's I, fantastic in it. Yeah, and he has such a commanding presence for such a minor role. He does. He owns it. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm so happy you made it, man. I mean... Like, if they wanted to cast him, at, we've discussed this kind of before. If they wanted to cast him as either the good guy or the bad guy in the Terminator, and then put like Denzel Washington up against him, either way, I would watch the hell out of that movie. And then, and then Tom Cruise could run in between the two of them, he, delivering messages in an empty street. Make him play Sarah Connor, and then just have him <laughs> run. <laughs> I don't know why, but I think he we could talk this movie into happening. <laughs> It would be amazing. Anyway, Westerns. We were talking yes. Westerns. That, so the Magnificent Seven movies, the old ones and the remake, are mm-hmm. my primary basis for Westerns because I don't watch a lot of them. I saw the True Grit remake with you, which was decent. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And I mean, the closest I get to it otherwise is Logan, which is Western-y. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's pretty much a, um, not a shot-for-shot remake, but a very close remake of the movie Shane. Shane, yeah. Um, they even have that movie spliced into Logan. Yeah, they do. Because they want to do a callback to it. Yeah. And I mean, the movie's phenomenal. It's a little slow. Um, but most of the Westerns from that time were slow because people back then apparently they had nothing to do except for watch four hour long movies. But 1960s and 1970s produced some of the slowest movies. Yeah, oh my some God. Some of the greatest. Like Some of them. Plane of the Apes, great movie, but... So slow at times. So slow. Yeah, it improves. It does improve with the, not the first sequel, but, yeah. the, but the other ones after that. Yeah. Yeah, like that, but there's a lot of. It's just you can tell, especially in the '70s, you can tell you're watching a 1970s movies. Because is there something going to happen soon? Cool, let's take a long five minute establishing shot to get there. Yeah, and Clint Eastwood is the master of establishing shots like that. Uh huh. Uh, which is why the Man with No Name trilogy is so so. I great. liked the first two. I could not get into the uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Really? Yeah. No. Fistful of Dollars hooked me. I really yeah, enjoyed it. That was a good one. A uh, few dollars more was decent, even though mm-hmm. it's uh, kind of unrelated. Um, but the third one, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, takes so long to get anywhere, and it's like two and a half hours. I oh, made it, yeah, slow, I made it four, 45 minutes in. The story still hadn't started, and I just had to stop. I just I couldn't. Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I mean, it, it's weird that we have these movies now, and the Westerns aren't very common anymore. Um, not so much. I think there's always outliers 
kind of, you know, you have like the random big hits like True Grit that came out. Uh-huh. Um, and then you From have... The Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you have stuff like The Ballad of uh, Bastard Scruggs. And, um, Bastard Scruggs. Buster Scruggs. Bu- Buster, whatever. Uh, Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Which is... Django. I mean, I mean, it's about as Western as a remake of The Thing can be. Yeah. Django Unchained. They're, like, yeah. W- I mean, honestly... Quentin Tarantino is just in his uh, Western phase because he's basically remaking all the movies of his youth, and there were a lot of grindhouse westerns mm-hmm. in the 1970s. Yeah, yeah. Is this like his blue period? It is. Um, and then there's and there's other stuff like there's the assassination of Jesse James by the it's, coward. It's Robert definitely Ford. not like we're in the era of superhero movies now, mm-hmm. so we're not getting the 80 bajillion westerns a month like we had in the 1960s yeah. when they were at their height. And westerns were so popular, they actually killed superhero comics as well. It's the other way around right now, really. Yeah. I mean, it kind of went full circle because yeah. you had the western movies, and then you had sci-fi, which killed the westerns, and now superhero movies are kind of killing sci-fi. They're kind of killing everything. But, um, and it, But it's it's the thing of, there was this reinvention at one point from the, I would almost say, kind of cheesy, bloodless westerns that, which even oh, like... Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Even, like, Magnificent Seven falls into, because you watch them, and they, they like, guys get shot, and then they do this, like, cringe and dance maneuver before falling over, and it's like, did you die, or did you just have a seizure? Mm-hmm. I don't understand how, like, it's it's weirdly bloodless. Yeah, it's like the uh, the scene in The Mask where Jim Carrey's dressed up as a cowboy. Yeah. And gets shot, and he, it takes him, like, four minutes to die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then you had like the a weird start of a renaissance there with Unforgiven. Yep. Clint Clint Eastwood revisiting the genre that made him a huge success, mm-hmm. and that's as far from bloodless as you can get. Oh, it's definitely yeah. not that. In mm-hmm. Tombstone, I think kind of revitalized that whole genre for a little while. But it's interesting because you can even go just a couple a couple years before and find like the two Young Guns movies. Oh, Young Guns, Emilio, <laughs> which is it's like the the Rat Pack, uh, the Brat Pack. Brat Pack. Folded over top of like the bloodless magnificent mm-hmm. seven kinds of movies. <laughs> oh, those movies were so like I loved it when I was a kid, but I tried to rewatch Young Guns. Does <laughs> <sighs> it did not hold up very well? <laughs> Still watched it, and did, I had that. Did you watch the sequel? Yes, oh. you have to watch the sequel. Oh, it's even worse. Yeah, I didn't make it through the sequel. No, I, I, an attempt was made. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 interesting though because Fox basically revisited the Western genre with Logan, even though mm-hmm. set in the future and had it with mutants. Yeah. So far, and DC tried to do their own Western when Jonah they did Hex. Jonah Hex, and that one was wretchedly Wretched. bad. Josh Brolin didn't even like it. I mean, you know, a Western comic booky movie is really bad when it compares favorably to Wild Wild West. <laughs> As in, these two make each other look good. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but so far. Marvel has not tried to have their own Western in their genre yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Mm-mm. So. But, I mean, DC, I think, is going to get another pass at stuff. <laughs> well, DC DC needs, deserves a lot of passes at a lot of things because they're finally figuring their stuff out. Yeah. But. I haven't seen Shazam yet, but I heard it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, if DC wants to try and produce an all-star Western movie... I'll give it a shot. I mean, yeah. the most recent all-star Western run was actually Jonah Hex again, I yeah. believe. And I heard it was really good. I hadn't read it because I don't care that much about Jonah Hex, but I heard. Not me neither. Nah. <laughs> so if someone was going to want to watch westerns, mm-hmm. what would you get? What would you say is their three movie playlist they need to watch? Tombstones number one. 
Well, Tombstone is great until the last half an hour. And it's all because of Doc Holliday. Yes. Oh, my God. It, Val Kilmer is so good in that movie. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a train... Like, if you read the like what how it was produced and directed... Like, oh, yeah. It was a train wreck, and it should never have been made, but somehow... It got made, and was actually halfway decent. And mm-hmm. it's not because of Kurt Russell. It's all because of Val Kilmer. No, that Kurt that Russell directed it, though. I know. And he but. did. But it's not his performance that saves. Oh that no, movie. it's Val Kilmer. It's all Val Kilmer. Yeah, so he managed just to make a supremely charismatic, watchable character out of someone who's dying of tuberculosis. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it should uh, not work, but it does. And it then you have like so well, Michael Bean. Michael Bean again. Then, um, oh, Michael Bean. Oh, there's we, so many '90s people. It's <laughs> like, there's, but yeah. it, that's a great Western mm-hmm. movie. Um, I would say Shane is a good one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Unforgiven, probably. Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. And all of those I've seen except for Shane. Yeah. Shane's and not bad. It's just long. It's 1960s. Yeah. Uh, Shane. <laughs> I mean, you've seen Logan. You've seen Shane. I know. I know. And amusingly, I don't think we've managed to mention at once at all John Wayne. I'm not a big John Wayne fan, personally. You don't, you're not a fan of Genghis Khan? No. <laughs> no. He did a lot of bad things. Well, howdy there, partner. <laughs> Like, I mean, it's not a personal thing. It's just like... I've never been once been hooked yeah. by any of his movies. But, but I mean, like, if you want something that's purely, like, the best Western thing that's ever existed in the whole history of Western anything, Justified. Ah. Uh, oh, Justified. With, uh, what's his name? Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant is so good in that. And mm-hmm. that is, that's basically just a modern Western. Yeah, it was made by, uh... I know, I know it's based on the book by, uh, Elmore Leonard. That's what it was. Okay. That's... No, but it's based on a at least a novella from mm-hmm. Elmore Leonard. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of, Elmore yeah. Leonard. And I mean, Elmore Leonard's stuff is great, even though it doesn't always adapt well. No, but Justified was phenomenal. It was it's still one of my top five TV shows. I think it's honestly the best Elmore Leonard adaptation I've seen, and it scoots right past Jackie Brown, which <laughs> is a Quentin Tarantino, and yeah. Jackie Brown's fantastic. Get Shorty was Elmore Leonard too, wasn't he? It's not my favorite movie. I went back and watched it again, and I honestly feel like the Sundance TV show. Oh, that was a pretty good... Or maybe yeah. it's Stars. Or something. I can't remember. Yeah. Like it. This, this TV show, I think, is actually a whole hell of a lot better than the movie was. Yeah. The movie feels like a uh, John Travolta v- uh, vehicle, whereas the, the TV show feels like an Elmore Leonard adaptation. Yeah. yeah. But Justified, and also a Timothy Oliphant, Deadwood, if mm. you've never seen that. I tried to get into that. I couldn't, but I can see why people like it. Yeah. Yeah. If you want blood and guts, that's... I'll watch Justified. Yeah. Yeah. It was Justified. Yeah, it was justified. It was justified. It was justified. Like, seriously, if you watch that show, be prepared for people to say the word justified like 80 Especially times. Especially in the first episode. In the first episode. It gets so much better after yeah. that, but I know you couldn't watch that show oh, for a while because... The, yeah. the first episode, I turned it on and I was like, this is pretty cool. And then, I don't know, I just like, have, It was justified. I was like, I get it, it was justified. The whole <laughs> show's called Justified, Timothy <laughs> Oliphant. Can we just move the plot, please? <laughs> And then 40 episodes later, I'm like, this show's super good. It's so great. I mean, that show had me hooked the second they burned Adolf Hitler paintings. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that plot line. Oh, uh, that's so good. Yeah. Anyway, anything else about Westerns you want to talk about? Watch Justified. Okay. This has been Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. I'm Justified. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Next time.